With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. You're locked in to the hottest station on the planet. Resistance is futile. The revolution has begun. You're listening to Rebelpreneur Radio, helping you break the rules and build the business you need for the life you want. And now, broadcasting his pirate signal from somewhere beyond the status quo, here's your host, best-selling author, marketing and media strategist, Ralph Brogdon. Hello and welcome to Rebelpreneur Radio. It's the show that helps you build the business you need so you can live the life you want. I'm Ralph Brogdon. Today's guest is a highly respected keynote speaker, a business strategist, and an advocate for wealth creation who has devoted her life to helping others achieve financial freedom. Isabella Hamilton is the CEO and founder of Rank Bell, and under her leadership, Rank Bell has been instrumental in driving significant revenue growth for thousands of Amazon brands since its establishment in 2015. Rank Bell has cemented its reputation as a premier resource for businesses seeking to thrive on the Amazon platform, and I am so delighted to have you join my conversation with Isabella Hamilton right here on Rebel Renewal Radio. Break the rules. Build your business. Live your dream. You're listening to Rebelpreneur Radio with Ralph Brogdon. www.ralphbrogdon.com. Isabella Hamilton, welcome to Rebelpreneur Radio. Thank you very much. I am fired up to be here. Fired up and ready to go. Tell us a little bit about the business that you're in. I know that you are a keynote speaker, you're a business strategist, but you and and you work in a very particular niche market. Tell us your area of expertise. <laughs> I love that you took a little pause there, like a very niche market, because that is so very true. Um, I help Amazon third-party sellers rank their products on Amazon. So usually when I tell people this, they immediately think I may be working for Amazon or uh, I may be an Amazon seller myself. But as you get to to a little research into this um, e 
eco space, I mean, it's huge. The niches, I mean, they're, they're more than you can count. But what I do is something very unique and very specialized where I help people like, um, you know, like even you could become a potential Amazon seller and your audience or whoever has decided to, you know, go into this business they go and they source products from other countries. Um, the most common one, which you probably already can guess, is China. So these sellers would go sometimes all the way to China or they will source this um, online and they will bring products to Amazon Warehouse and they create their own personal brand. So if somebody is deciding to create, uh, let's say, a champagne glasses brand, I would be the one helping them get their product in front of as many eyes as possible. Okay. So you have to understand how Amazon works, how it ranks products, how to market and how to test your, your products on Amazon so that it gets visibility. Is it really hard? Is that a hard thing to do? So when I started about nine years ago, it was very easy but at the same time, there weren't as many tools and as much data around, um, you know, Amazon selling specifically. So people would just, you know, put a product online and they would throw a picture there. And, you know, with a little luck, your product would sell out. Well, since nine years ago ago, as you can imagine, competition has become extremely fierce. And there's a lot of sellers selling almost the same product. Like if you, you know, if you're typing in a toddler swimsuit, for example, you'll get a bunch of different sellers. You might even see the same product looks exactly the same. Um, so yes, the competition has gone to a point where it can be hard, but just because it's a little harder, um, it also means that all the technology behind it also grew at the same time. So yeah, is it harder to sell? Yes. But also now you have all these specialists and all the data necessary to be able to have a successful brand today more so than ever. Mm, yeah. So the name of your company is Rank Bell. You are the CEO and the founder of, of that company. You established that in 2015, is that right? Correct, yes. Wonderful. So tell us a little bit, if if that is something, I, I can say that I have thought about it, but I'm not someone who, I've, ne I've never even sold anything on eBay, okay? Yeah. So for me to think that I could sell something on Amazon, it seems very overwhelming. If you take someone brand new and they come to your agency, what are some of the first steps that they need to think about or that you help them navigate as they get started? I love this question because we do get a lot of brand new sellers. Um, and, you know, even with a little Google search, you know, most people will see how to sell on Amazon. You would probably find a lot of courses on how to actually get started with selling on Amazon. And of course, just like with anything, you know, just the course is not going to make that big of a difference in your life. However, it's such an important little step. So now I'm not telling people to go and spend money on courses, but I am telling 
people to actually get educated, just like with any other career or any other uh, job you're going to, you want to be as prepared as possible. Because Ralph, as I, and I don't know if you've seen ads like this, but you know, a lot of uh, young people, especially these days, are trying to sell more of a dream than a reality. So you'll see a lot of ads with people working, uh, you know, from a remote island, laptop <laughs> lifestyle. But, and you know, that's such a good dream to aspire to. And yes, it can become possible. But what happens is, you know, in our era of like uh, goldfish, uh, you know, attention spam and all that, people want fast things, fast results, and they're forgetting that there is a lot of technical and a lot of work that goes behind it. So mm -hmm. what I tend to see quite a lot is a lot of people, you know, having taken a course um, and then having very minimal knowledge, then ending up investing a lot of money, but then not knowing what to do next. So by the time Ralph, they come in onto my front steps, they already have um, an Amazon store build up, which it does doesn't take that much to be able to sell on Amazon. Um, I want to say the professional account, it's like $39.99 a month. Uh, so you sign up first for that. Then you have to create some relationship with the supplier in the niche that you want, whether you're in the champagne glass business or in the swimsuit business, whatever that is then bring your products to Amazon. Once they're at Amazon, you want to make sure that you have a very appealing listing. So the first thing you see as you type in champagne glasses on Amazon is all the sellers that are selling this product. Probably the image is what um, grabs your attention first, and then you open that, and then you read the listing, what the, how many glasses there are, what are they made of, etc. So the images are incredibly important. The listing, meaning what the copy that's actually in that listing is very important. And then you can probably guess it, reviews. If the product has high score reviews, then it's probably going to sell a lot better than a product with really low reviews and negative reviews. So when they come to us, we do an analysis. We tell them, hey, this is what's working so far. This is what's not working. And then once they have it all together, at least a little bit, then what we do on our side, we put our marketing um, you know, brains behind it and actually help them bring that product to page one. So next time somebody types in champagne glasses, their product comes up instead of the competitor. So I know it's a quite a mouthful. So feel free to please ask any questions you may have. <laughs> well, it, it does sound like a lot of work, but it, it also sounds like that you have successfully done this for thousands of brands already, right? Yes. <laughs> thousands of times. You could probably wake me up at 3 a.m. and ask me and I would tell you the same story. <laughs> but, you know, it's not to say that uh, you don't get unique stories and cases all the time because, you know, life is funny like that. But that's the that's that's the main idea behind, you know, what we do here at Rank Bell. Okay. I think I understand the business end of it. Now I want to dive into the brain behind the business. I want to yeah. find out more about you. What is your story and how did you get to a place where you saw this as an opportunity? <laughs> you want to get to the juicy stuff, I see. <laughs> I love it. Okay, well, let's do it. Let's, let's get ready for this for my 
final story. Um, I am from Romania. You can probably catch a little bit of the accent. Uh, if this was on video, you could see my hands going up and down as, you know, as we're talking. So a uh, picture of very energetic Romanian uh, girl. So I came to U.S. at 20, actually. Uh, I grew up in um, communist time. And, you know, my only story goal at that time was to basically escape, um, you know, the, the, not only that mentality that was happening at the time in Romania, but also we were all very, very poor. And, you know, for somebody growing up there, it's almost as if, you know, there, everybody's telling you that this is it and there's no other escape, meaning you grow up here, you end up working maybe at a factory or, you know, whatever else <laughs> comes your way. And then you you get married, you have a few kids and then you die. Um, and I did not want this to be my uh my experience sure. on on this uh, on this planet for this limited amount of time that we have, right? So um, I uh, I just started like putting my 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 idea out there. I said I wanted to go to America. The only thing I knew about America is that it was a place where everyone was accepted. Um, you know, one problem that I had in Romania, even at that young age, at 20, was if I wanted to get a job, first thing somebody would ask was, who are your parents? And, you know, since my parents weren't anybody like important quotation at that time, you know, they're just normal parents. Mm -hmm. um, then, you know, I would be passed over for any job. And, you know, that got me thinking like, why would somebody be so worried about who my parents are and not about my potential and what I can do. So, you know, my values started building at that time. And I said, you know, I really want to be taken serious. I want to, you know, create a life for myself where I can, on, on my own powers, instead of, you know, having them ask who my parents are. Mm -hmm. I mean, this is one of the things that happens when you grow up in a communist country. But um, this opened up the idea of me traveling to other countries. And then when the opportunity came, I, uh, I, I got a job as a nanny, actually, in America. And I don't know, Ralph, if you're familiar with this. It's called the au pair. Have you heard of it? Yes. So au pairs, for those who don't know, is just a nanny program that helps bring nannies basically from all over the world. Uh, you come to United States, you stay for a year, and then you go back. So I saw this as my one chance of uh, coming to America. And, you know, I was so blessed that I was able to get a visa and come here. And um, I just never left. Um, you know, I mean, this was the the dream country that I've always wanted. So, you know, going from being a nanny, I had different kind of uh, jobs and uh, different opportunities that presented themselves to me. And because I was willing to work hard at everything that I did, I've, I've always said yes. I mean, I've worked uh, after being a nanny, I worked as an event planner, uh, marketing specialist for a few of the restaurants here locally where I am um, in San Diego. Then I worked as a diplomat for the U.S. Embassy in both uh, Rwanda and Burma. Um, I've had just 
different, different uh, careers, I would say. But uh, my role as an Amazon agency owner, that's lasted the longest. And I can say brought me the most fulfillment because it allows me to help other businesses grow. So it's been, you know, it's been a long journey from the age of 20 to where I'm at now. Um, But I know you were asking about how I got to Amazon, but are there any other questions? I know I I tend to speak a lot. Yeah, that's such an inspiring uh, story, especially for those of us. I mean, we have listeners all over the world, but especially those of us who were born and raised in the United States, we just don't have a concept of the advantages that we have um, compared to someone who was starting out with everything against them in a, in a communist yeah. country. Uh, not just uh, against you economically and financially and uh, for the lack of opportunity, but uh, in some cases, uh, even the threat of your life uh, can be at stake. It, it, it's just uh, we, we have so much to be thankful for. And it's so encouraging to hear, wow, you started from nothing and here you are. And now there are people I I think who need to sit at your feet and listen to what you have to say about how they can grow their business and take advantage of everything that they have been blessed with as well. So it's such an inspiring story. And I, I'm glad that you shared that personal aspect of it. Now take us, after you've been through all of these experiences, you discovered Amazon as an opportunity. Tell us your thought process when that light bulb went off in your head. You know what? It's uh, thank you so much for commanding me for that, and it's definitely been a, a very unique journey. And you know what, Ralph? Before I I answer your question, you know, I used to like go to sleep in Romania, you know, and I would think, why was I born in this country? And, you know, I'm sorry if I make it sound like, oh, my God, it was the worst thing ever. But, you know, you're 20 and, you know, you're a kid and, you know, you want money to buy some cute clothes, but you don't have money. Your parents don't have money. And it's just all the odds are against you. But you, you know what is is those times is what I remember and what made me work so much harder. And I would think, why was I not blessed to be born in America? But, you know, looking at what you just said, you know, a lot of people here, you know, they might not even realize the blessings that they have of being born here. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know what, looking back, I'm like, you know, I'm glad that I got to live that because it's almost now looking back. Um, it's almost like as I lived two lives, like one was, you know, the European me, and now is the American me. And all of that has been made possible, all of this has been made possible because of who I was, Mm -hmm. because of the struggles that I went through. So now if, you know, if I was to tell my 20 year old self, I would say definitely don't feel sorry for being born in, you know, that country and not, um, and not the U S. So, um, now when it comes to, you know, your, your question, how did Amazon land in my lap? You know, my, my last, um, you know, jobs, I would say, as a diplomat for the U.S. embassies in Burma specifically, um, we used to receive products from Amazon. So just like you're here, you order your stuff, uh, they would be able to send them to like a specific post office and they would deliver it to Burma. But 
Amazon was the only platform that were that was delivering products. So now think you're in this like third world country. <laughs> you're just missing America. You're missing, you know what I mean? Your favorite paper towel and this and um, no other platforms. And when I say platforms, I mean, you know, like Walmart and uh, Nordstrom and, you know, whatever you you name it at that time. Uh, if you were to order it, they could have never been shipped there. So I was like, wow, Amazon really does care about their customers. So that was like my first green flag that I saw about them. Hmm. And, you know, the fact that they were, I mean, just getting huge. I mean, they were already big at that time, you know, nine years ago. But I could see a trajectory of growth that I wanted to be part of. I wanted to be part of the story. And, you know, I looked at selling products myself. And, you know, some people are not made to sell products. And that's me. I no, I it's it's not my thing. Like the the headache, the working with suppliers and making sure you have enough inventory. And there's not really any people behind it. It's just you and the computer. And probably you can tell by now just by how much I'm speaking. I'm a people's person. I yeah. love being I picked up people. on that. I love <laughs> <laughs> you picked that up. Thank you. Uh, I love I love this human part. And I you know I just decided. I did. I, w- I, I tried. I tried selling the products. It was definitely not something I wanted. And I was smart enough or wise enough at that time to say, you know what? This is not my strong suit, but marketing is, but sales is, but figuring out what's wrong with something and finding the best possible solutions. So when I realized this, I said, okay, what are some areas and under this Amazon umbrella that could potentially fit my, uh, you know, my purpose and what I'm trying to achieve in this world. And, you know, next thing you know, this, in this literally fell on my lap in the sense that, you know, once I put my intention around Amazon, once I noticed it, then, you know, one person sent me a message saying, hey, I see you have a little interest in Amazon. You know, my brother is trying to sell on Amazon. Do you think you can help him? And this is what's so cool about our intentions, um, you know, and that's probably another episode for another time. But once you put something in your head, life almost unfolds for you to create this pathways for you you. And I know it sounds very mystical and, you know, for some people, but I truly believe that once you align, um, you know, your focus with your intention, then things started happening. Not that it was easy, but with this in mind, you know, I started working with one Amazon seller and that Amazon seller introduced me to another one and that person to another one. So this past nine years, Ralph, has been literally only word of mouth marketing. Mm -hmm. So the only people that cross my path are those who have have been, uh, you know, sent to me by others in the community. And uh, this is how we got to this point. I mean, we've, as you mentioned in the beginning, we've worked with thousands and thousands of brands and, you know, we've been able to help people really grow, go from that, you know, poverty level to, you know, being very successful now where, you know, they quit their, their regular nine to fives and they actually take this seriously and they create brands that are household brands. And, uh, there's a, there's a part to it besides just having a successful marketing agency, but the part of it that's satisfactory is, knowing that you are able to to really help others um grow with you mm, yeah it, it 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 is really exciting when you can take something that you're passionate about and find a way 
not just to enrich yourself, but to enrich other people. And it actually, by enriching other people, you enrich yourself. If you go out with the intention that I'm trying to get something, I'm trying to enrich myself, it's a struggle. It's very difficult. If you go out with the intention that says, I'm out to help others, support others, enrich others, help others achieve their goals, guess what? You end up achieving your goal. You end up benefiting from that as well. It's, it's so amazing. It's incredible that everyone doesn't do that. Yeah. And it's beautiful. And I love, um, you know, what you just said. And, you know, I think this is being said, you know, maybe so many times that people are like, they're not taking it at its true value because they're just thinking, oh, it's just something somebody says uh, when when they say, oh, if you love what you do, you don't work a day in your life. Mm -hmm. Right. But you know, sometimes we just got to like go back to basics and be like, what do people really mean by this? And let me try it. Let's see if I want to become the best person that I can become, whatever that is. And we're not even talking Amazon right now, literally anything. Uh, I mean, when I was a nanny, I was the best nanny ever. When I worked as a, an event planner, I was the best event planner. I, I cleaned a few houses when I needed money to pay bills. Guess what? I was the best house cleaner ever <laughs> because everything that I did, I, I I wanted it to to leave my mark. So when you start adopting a mindset such as this of like everything I touch, let it turn to gold. And again, doesn't matter where you work in, you will see how your life will change in ways that you could never imagine. Mm. Very, very powerful. I was going to ask if you had any final thoughts or words of wisdom that you'd like to leave with our listeners, but I think that just summed it all up. <laughs> oh, you are so sweet. I mean, this is, you know, besides just Amazon, um, you know, this is something that I'm truly passionate about, just helping people, uh, you know, transcend, honestly, to new levels of, of potentials that they never even thought of. And this is not, you know, something that I do as a career right now. But, you know, people that come my way and end up working with me, they usually tend to get a, a, a feel, a taste of, you know, how I live my life. And I'm, you know, very, very much, um, you know, blessed and, and I acknowledge that, you know, there's another, a higher power that helps us all. So, um, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And, and I like, I think what you are describing right now is this truth that I have come to realize that there's no such thing really as separating life from business or your, uh, your money-making purpose from your living purpose, trying to achieve work-life balance. It's all integrated. It's, it's all together. And what I find when I'm working with business owners in a coaching or a mentoring relationship or whatever the case may be, we always end up having to talk about their life. It's very rare that you can just segment your business and talk about your business and not at some point have to address things going on in your life, your mindset, your goals, your your challenges, your roadblocks, your obstacles, shifting your beliefs and your behaviors, because the greatest asset in your business 
is you. But you know what the greatest liability is in your business? You. (laughs) Wow, that is powerful. That is so true. That is so true. And especially for you, Rob, like you get to speak to, you know, hundreds, if not who knows how many people by now by interviewing them. And you're right, there's such a close connection between who the person is and the kind of work that they can deliver. And, you know, these, uh, and my goal is to see everyone be able to marry the two, you know, and live a life where they enjoy what they do, where they never feel like they need to retire. And that's what I aspire to. Mm -hmm. You know, I always want to better myself for myself and for those who come in contact with me, because, uh, you know, we have a, an, an effect on every single person we talk to, whether that's a positive interaction or negative. And I don't know if you know who Jordan B. Peterson is. You probably do. He's, you know, one of one of my mm-hmm. heroes that I that I read and I respect. But he's very strict. And he said, you know, if you cannot do anything amazing in your life, at least don't screw it up. <laughs> and, you know, and that's like taking it to extremes. But I really, you know, I recommend your your listeners, um, you know, if they have a chance to to Google him. But, you know, that's so true. Like, try to always be the best you can. But if you can't, at least don't mess it up. <laughs> I love that. That's that's really good advice uh, for life and for business. If um, exactly. if we just make a commitment and if we show up, do the best that you can. Stop comparing yourself with what everybody else is doing. Find your unique calling and gift and do the best that you can with it. Be faithful in a few things and you'll become a master of many things. So, uh, wow, great wisdom from Isabella Hamilton. She is the CEO and founder of Rank Bell. She is a keynote speaker, a business strategist, and an advocate for wealth creation and financial freedom. So um, how can people connect with you to learn more about you and, and about uh, your your company? Thank you so much for asking. We'll keep it simple. If anybody wants to just send me a message and say, hey, I heard you on this podcast and, uh, you know, whatever you want to, whatever message you want to send to me, just go to rankbell.com. That's R-A-N-K-B-E-L-L.com, rank bell. And yeah, I'll answer to each one. I read the emails personally and would love to, you know, whether I can help with Amazon or maybe with just words of wisdom. I, uh, it's, it's my passion. So feel free to reach out. Wonderful. So that website again is rankbell.com. And we'll have that mm-hmm. link on the Rebelpreneur website as well. Um, Isabella Hamilton, thank you so much for sharing and for spending time with us here on Rebelpreneur Radio. I really appreciate it. I love it. Thank you for having me on. And I absolutely love the name, by the way, Rebelpreneur. This wonderful, is awesome. Wonderful. <laughs> and I just I just had that trademarked this year. It's beautiful. You got a good one. You deserve it. Thank you. It's been an honor speaking with you. You've been listening to Rebelpreneur Radio with Ralph Brogdon. Download the show notes and much more at rebelpreneur.com.